there and welcome back. This is Abby and Carrie and you're listening to the Being Human is Weird podcast. Today we're going to review 2022 with gratitude, no matter how difficult that may be. And we're going to shift the focus and look ahead to 2023 with more gratitude, more positivity, and look at the positive qualities that a new year brings versus dwelling on it being another year. And we should mention (laughs) that this will be a two-parter. So this week, going into the final days of 2022, we want to look back over the last year and see how far we've come. The next episode, we are going to really look ahead as to how we can set mindful intentions for the new year. So to kick this off, I felt like it would be important to back up a little bit and talk about negativity before we talk about gratitude and positivity. And the reason for that is, if you haven't heard, we have something called the negativity bias, and that's really evolution um, that came in to keep us safe and then just stuck around to drive us crazy. (laughs) Um, So back in the day, obviously, if we're getting chased by mountain lions, we kind of needed that negativity bias so that we would remember, oh yeah, I remember when that bad thing happened to me and this is how I survived. Or it happened to me because I did this thing, so I'm not going to do that thing anymore. But essentially now, Instead of running from wild animals, this negativity bias is really a threat to our emotional well-being and our mental health. If you tend to notice that you do focus on the negative before you focus on the positive, that is completely normal. And we're here to help us start to rewire it, but just know that you are not bad or wrong for focusing on the negative first. That again is just how we have evolved to keep ourselves alive. I wholeheartedly agree. It doesn't matter what it is, and I've noticed this more with myself in the winter especially, I immediately come up with an excuse of why something won't work. So, for example, I'll ask somebody for advice. They give me very sound, great advice, and I immediately go back with, well, no, because what if this happens? And... Dr. Rick Hansen said it really well that the mind is like Velcro for negative experiences and Teflon for positive ones. (laughs) Right? Yes. In order to shift that mindset, we have to, just like with anything, practice. So we have to practice gratitude when we don't feel like doing that. We have to practice it intentionally and almost... I hate to use this word, but force ourselves until that muscle memory is formed or has kicked in. Something to know is that practicing gratitude is the best to shift the negativity bias that, Carrie, you're talking about. The catch, though, is that we've gotten so good at focusing on negative before positive or solely negative that it's been shown, science, you guys, science shows this, that there needs to be a one to five ratio of bad to good experiences to even overcome it. 
Yeah. So that's from the Gottman Institute. If you're familiar with the Gottmans, they do a lot of work on relationships, usually romantic relationships. But as we all know, something in one relationship can usually apply to others, right? And what they're saying is for every one negative thing you say about yourself in order to counter it and really start to reform that muscle memory that Abby was talking about, you now need to say five nice things about yourself. And that goes the same if you're saying that about a partner or if you're focusing on oh, this event that I'm dreading, this is going to suck. And then you shift it to, okay, well, what are five good things about this event? Maybe I'm taking an extra day off work. I get a long weekend, seeing some old friends. I'm just spitballing here, but I think you get it. One to five is the magic ratio. So what do we do with that, right? We're going to get to that, but real quick, let's talk about what gratitude even is. And I would describe it as the practice of expressing appreciation for the goodness in our lives. Would you agree with that, Abby? Or what is your definition of gratitude? It is. It's expressing appreciation for things. It's showing gratitude is showing that you are grateful for things that are in your life, whether positive or negative. And I think a really great side effect of expressing that gratitude is that it makes you more present. You're paying attention to what's around you. You're paying attention to what, like you said, the goodness in our lives and it makes you feel more connected to yourself, your surroundings, your people, people who maybe aren't your people. <laughs> and it makes you feel more satisfied and fulfilled living your daily life. Yeah. I love that you put it that way because the what I kept thinking of when you were talking about being present and connected is feeling more engaged with the positive the side of life. And who doesn't want that? I mean, there's probably somebody somewhere, but really, who doesn't want that? <laughs> <laughs> Me most days in the winter. Just kidding. <laughs> and I um. I understand that it's our natural inclination is to be negative, but if we can really start to rewire this to think more positively, again, let me throw some science at you. The brain Ooh. scans from gratitude studies have shown that regularly practicing gratitude actually do help us rewire our brains to think more positively. And as a bonus, a lot of these studies also showed improved sleep quality, blood glucose control, reduced inflammation, lower blood pressure, as well as, this is my favorite one, less depression at the follow-up, meaning six to 12 months later, there was still reduced depression. Big wins here and actually physiological changes that can take place from practicing more gratitude, from being more present, connected, and engaged with the good around you. I think that those are all really important points to drive home is it's not just so we look happier and feel a little lighter when we're walking down the sidewalk. It has clinically proven benefits to, like you said, our physiological well-being. So what I'm wondering, Carrie, is now that we know all of these wonderful things, how can someone start a gratitude practice? I think the first thing is to 
actually connect with it. Um, this does not need to be a sugarcoating situation where you're just going to go out in the world and be positive no matter how you're actually feeling. That's not authentic. So let's not do that. That's not mm -hmm. being kind. I don't recommend that. So actually <laughs> connecting with the good <laughs> and feeling it like, man, I really am very lucky to have clean running water every day. And that's something that I take for granted. I'm sure most of us do. But when I sit and I think about what would it be like if I didn't have that, then I can more fully connect with how lucky I am to have that. When I'm out walking and I think, yeah, it's a nice day and I'm getting my dumb exercise in for my dumb mental health here. <laughs> and instead say, I am really lucky to have my sight and my ability to experience this day and watch nature around me. I, I think it really does take embodying that gratitude and really trying to connect with it on a deep level. So now that we have given you the how-to a little bit, let's focus on the year almost behind us. What can we do with this gratitude that we're talking about to really take in how far we've come in 2022. I mentioned in the last episode, there's just a lot of stuff going on. Nothing too crazy, but you know, Carrie, you and I recently lost our jobs and it can be hard to look back on the year as a whole without focusing on big changes like that. So something that I like to do or, okay, being fully honest, I went on Pinterest and typed, how do I reflect on the year? <laughs> and I would consider myself creative in different ways, you know, to draw up a pretty thing or to think of uh, something to do myself. It's It just doesn't come to me very naturally. So I like to just take what other people are doing and maybe tweak it a little bit. Mm -hmm. For example, I found these really nice templates and they just had written out almost like journal prompts January 2022, what was your favorite picture in your phone from that month? So I wrote, well, typed a little blurb about this is what I was grateful for that day. And then it said, what was something that was challenging for you in January 2022? And so I wrote that. And then it said, how did you overcome it? I like that approach. It's almost like a sandwich, you know, the mm -hmm. feedback sandwich. It's what did you like? What could have went better? Here's kind of how you did it. Because I tell myself I don't have time, and I do. I have a lot of time to do it month by month. I'm deciding to chunk it into quarters. So what was the best, worst part about the first quarter of the year, the second quarter, third quarter, and now in the fourth? So that's that's been helpful, and that's been fun. What do you like to do, Carrie? I love that quarter idea because you're right. This can be a time commitment. And if you have the time and you really want to connect to it, awesome. But I do like your quarter idea. My practice is very similar to yours where I also like to have my phone handy with my pictures and really look back through my photos, but take one month at a time. So let me just look at the photos that I took last January. And it's amazing how much... I forget like, oh yeah, we did that. Oh, we, we went there. Oh, I saw those people. So that's really fun. And I also am a big 
planner geek. I also like to have that with me because that's another reminder of everything that we had going on. So even if I didn't take a photo at a certain concert that maybe we went to, my planner will remind me. But I'm like you. I take one month at a time, have my photos and planner handy, and then go through a list of questions. What was something challenging that I did this month? Who is someone that did something for me or showed me love within that month? What's something that I did for somebody else? Looking at the highlights, so what I was talking about with maybe a vacation or a concert, whatever the highlights were for you that month. And then I really like you, Abby, saying, looking at, okay, well, what could I have done differently? And identifying, yes, I was really grateful for this experience, even if it was a shitty experience, because I learned something from it. And now I know going forward what I can do hopefully a little bit differently. So take those questions or any of your own questions and think about just how each month or quarter or six month chunk, even if you want to just break the year in half, what you did and how far you've really grown. I like that. Focusing on how far you've grown. And that is something that I would like to share something on. And I kind of touched on it in the last episode. I'm noticing That I'm more calm handling certain frustrating situations where before I may shut down, I don't want to talk about it. Now it's like, what do I have to lose? I might as well share what I'm feeling and hope for the best. That's not something that I knew was going on until I was met with the opportunity to practice it. As you're taking time, if you can't think of, you know, maybe you're listening to this in the car and you can't think of, or you're telling yourself, I don't know what I did last. February. What's something that you can be grateful for that happened yesterday or a week ago? And then when you have more time, reflect back on the year. It can be so easy when we think about what we did for someone else or what someone did for us. Well, I picked up the laundry or, well, I guess someone brought me a water. What if you said, I picked up the laundry for my partner or I did my kids laundry. And, you know, when I asked for a water, I have someone in my family that decided to bring it to me. So you can use words, but it's in the narrative and how you how you say it to yourself. So it goes back to, again, focusing on these small chunks and kind of starting there and then building from that. Yes. And it brought to mind something else. I love that you said that that it doesn't always have to be about what you did or what you gained. It can also be about what you chose to let go of that wasn't serving you. So maybe you broke a habit that you had been trying to for a while, or maybe you just said, you know what? I'm not going to spend my energy worrying about this thing because it's out of my control anyway. Don't only focus on what you perceive that you gained, but also what you gained via losing. So to sum up this episode before we launch into next week's how to set some mindful intentions, be aware of that negativity bias and do your best when you have a negative thought to counteract that with the magic number is five, but even one positive thought and get into the habit of that mindset to really shift the way that you perceive the world. Practicing gratitude in whatever way works for you. That can be 
writing it down, making a vision board, expressing it to the people in your lives, however that works for you, but get into a regular practice of gratitude. A lot of times for me, that is as simple as writing three things I'm grateful for that day. And I don't overthink them. It's very off the cuff. I'm grateful for my dogs. I'm grateful for blankets and I'm grateful to have water. <laughs> really, mm -hmm. that's as easy as it can be. And then if you would like to participate in this reviewing your past year, take it one month, quarter, or six month chunk at a time and ask yourself various questions about what you were doing. What were you grateful for? What did you learn? Even if it was a more challenging month or time period for you. And next week, we will use this gratitude hack that we all just learned to really look ahead at how to make 2023 the best year ever. New year, more grateful me. Yes. Oh, love it. If you also think that being human is weird, make sure you follow us on Instagram at beinghumanisweird. That's where we're going to share resources, inspiration, and news about our podcast. And we would love to hear from you. So slide into our DMs with questions, comments, and what you'd like to hear more of. Thanks for listening, weirdos.